Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Yamamoto is a Dodger. The most guaranteed money ever for a starting pitcher goes to a man who's never thrown a major league pitch. Let's talk about it. We have music. Here's my music. Don Feely, Don Feely, exclusive, exclusive. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. If you notice that the microphones aren't great, that's because Jake and I are coming to you from our leaders retreat for John Boy Media during our lunch break. And uh, we're just on a laptop with no microphone. Trev looks and sounds as good as he always does. And Beebs is wearing uh, a nice shirt. It says Gone Pissing on it. And he's got a mic. He's at home. But Yamamoto signed. So we got to get an ep done. We got to get our thoughts on record. He goes to the Dodgers. The Mets get scorned. It's a big, 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 big contract. Trev, I like your shirt. How do you feel about this? Um, thank you for the compliment. I can take them. Unlike Jake, I said he has nice hair today. And he's like, I actually, I don't have nice hair right now. So that's not how you take a compliment. Uh, about of me with nice hair. I saw it. You do look in that picture as well. Uh, Yamamoto, man. I don't know. I never really had a team that I was like, okay, like he has to go to this team. I think that, you know, if he ended up in New York on one of the New York teams or he ended up in San Francisco or he ended up in Toronto or Boston, I, I would say that's a great move for any of these teams. I Like Shohei, I felt like I, he, he was going to go to the Dodgers the whole time. Here, really, I didn't have a lean. He ends up with the Dodgers. It really probably makes the most sense. If you if you break it down, I did this on baseball today, but you got the time zone factor. Um, you got the fact that a lot of people have told me the Dodgers are the best run organization in all of baseball. You have the roster that's there. You have a an offer that's more or similar to any other offers that you had. It all adds up to he has to play with Otani. I mean, it it all adds up to the Dodgers being for him, obviously, what he thinks is the right choice. And Say what you want about their offseason. They're buying championships. You can't buy a championship, guys. We've learned that in baseball. This doesn't guarantee them anything. Not a thing. Jake Snakes could still go run this team in the playoffs. Like, nothing is guaranteed. But him signing here, I mean, it's... What they've done this offseason is absolutely insane. Over $1 billion put out by the Dodgers right now in a time where a lot of teams are struggling with their regional sports network and they're saying we got to cut back the Dodgers committed 1.162 billion between three players not to mention the guys they already have on salary so uh it's a they they're a juggernaut but it doesn't guarantee anything i i can't wait to see this guy pitch i think Dodger Stadium is going to be electric i think when in 2025 when they have uh, Bueller, like, kind of like back after his second Tommy John, you know, he gets a little bit of length in the arm. They have him, Bobby Miller, Otani, Yamamoto. Like, it's glass now. I keep forgetting they did that, but it's, um, they're going to be there every single year for the next six, seven, eight years. Go get your Yamamoto and Otani shirts at the JM store. Uh, so that's, that's our solace we're taking as Yankee fans. Man, uh, hey, awesome for that dude. Uh, all all in to pay him to play for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are paying, what, 375 
the little bonus and a little a little kicker to those Oryx Buffaloes who still have a good squad. Like, let's not overlook them for <laughs> next year. Even I like that losing Yamamoto. Um, hey, the Dodgers. This is going to sound a little obnoxious. They kind of needed this. Um, you know, I know, I know we've been posting their rotation graphic. They still needed innings from somewhere, and they may not be done. But if you're a Dodgers fan, how could you not be on cloud nine? I mean, Shohei Otani, the unicorn, he's obviously not going to pitch next year until the playoffs come around, and he's a freak show, and he's absolutely going to pitch. Um, he didn't even get Tommy John. He got the new surgery. I mean, I saw him gripping that football with your boy Matty Staff the other night. I thought he was going to huck that. The arm's looking good. Um, I, I mean, it's it's baseball euphoria. The the rich get richer. The Dodgers have won the division 10 of the last 11 years. It's the stat I keep saying. The one year they lost, they lost by a game to the Giants who won a buck 07. So, like, if you're looking to go somewhere to win, the Dodgers are the most obvious pick in baseball right now. If you're looking to go live somewhere that's like a pretty well-liked place, Los Angeles ain't bad. Um, and if you're looking to get paid, that's what they're doing to these fellas. So, um, I mean, it's awesome for the Dodgers. I'm I'm very jealous of them. Don't, don't, you know, oh, Yankee tears, here we go. Like a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'm uh, drinking them right now. Yummy. <laughs> I got excited for that guy. Um, and I think we could talk about some of the other big market teams that missed out on him. But for now, it's Dodger season. Um, I mean, they're going to win the West in the regular season. And I, I think the the question for me is, uh, is their offseason done? Because, you know, some people thought it might be done with glass and they're out on Yamamoto. Nope. Um, and, and, and they might, go. they might sign him. They might trade for guys like nothing's off the table. Right. And I, I think the back of their rotation is still a little young ish. And we talked about those Dodgers and they can coach them up. And, you know, even if maybe you let those guys run for mid half a season. And if it doesn't work, you can go out and trade for more guys. I don't think they're done. Uh, I, I think they're going to add more and the Dodgers are looking, I mean, when Shohei signed, you and Chris Rose played Chris Rose's game of how many World Series does Shohei Otani need to win to be successful? Hey, we're starting to get, when you put Mookie, Freddie, Yamamoto, uh, Glass now, uh, like when, when you put all of these dudes in the bucket, like we're starting to get to the point where one, one is needed. We're starting to get close to two, man. They're shelling out billions. Ah. Yeah, but they got every dollar that comes out of Japan into uh, American spend is going to the Dodgers. You're not going to go anywhere else on a business sense. That's crazy. I think it's insane. I hope this guy is good. Uh, this is insane. It's to spend $425 million on a guy that's never thrown an MLB pitch to throw MLB pitches for you for 12 years is nuts. Uh, 325 on the contract, 50 mil on the signing bonus, and 50 mil on the posting fee. That's a lot of money. I know scouting has advanced a ton. Uh, and they're saying, you know, it's not a mystery as much anymore. So that's great. I think he's going to be good. I don't think they're going to get it this wrong. Not the Dodgers. They're pretty smart about who they go after. But it's nuts. If he's a bust, I think it changes the landscape of signing guys. Or if he's good, does it like heighten it? Like I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, 
good for the Dodgers. Otani's contract helps them do this. We 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 know the opt outs. They're after the sixth year and the twelfth year. So six and eight. Six and eight. So after the sixth year, he's <clears throat> he's uh gonna be 31. 20, 31. Uh and he, he had to just like LA. It's 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 75 more million dollars. The 50 million signing bonus might have done him over. Isn't uh, the 50 million signing bonus though just part of the, the overall deal? So I don't think he's getting part a, of a, that 325. Yeah. yeah. He's just getting that up front. But it, it's part of 325, but it doesn't count to the AV because they're counting it no, it, it counts does count to the AV. AV. It's it's 27 oh, million. They changed. That's what yeah. they changed. It's yeah. 27 million dollars a year on for the AAV. He's getting the 50 up front. He's like, sorry, Shohei. I'll take you out to dinner, bro. But that's yeah, I mean, continue. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure we did that. Yeah, so I wonder what. So he just wanted LA then. The Mets gave him the same offer. The Yankees gave him more AAV less years if he thinks he's gonna go get, you know, more money, or, or they probably had opt-outs in it as well. So I think he just wanted to be in LA. He gets to hang out with Shohei. Imagine if Otani's like, fuck, I don't like this cat. It's gonna be following me everywhere now. The it's the signing bonus. It maybe there is something there with like because he, he's receiving that as not an American residence, there might be less tax stuff there. So maybe most signing bonus is a factor. I have no idea, but uh I believe the tax thing is part of that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think in the end he he got I mean they they reported that the Mets were the first one to offer this deal and he went to the Dodgers and said can you match it based that, who I don't know who reported that. I wish I had the name right now, but that was written out there that the Mets offered this, the Dodgers matched it and he shook their hand. So that stinks for the Mets and Steve Cohen who thought he was going to go out there and buy the Mets and buy up all the baseball. Didn't work. It didn't work, and their reports um, throughout the offseason have been Yamamoto, as Jake likes to say, or bust. And that can't be. If you're the Mets and you have an owner like Steve Cohen, you can't say, that's it. There's so much more starting pitching available. Whether it be Blake Snell or Jordan Montgomery or the guys in the free agent market or the trades, like there's a, a bunch of dudes available via trade. Like You can't say this guy or bust if you're the Mets. I I don't know how like truthful that quote was or or the the source or whatever like but that to me if that happens and the Mets are like ah we're good that can't happen dude like you have a squad there ready to go and there's people available you have to go do something so I'm like I don't think that's the case for the Mets <clears throat> I do you know sucks that they made the offer and he didn't come here but again like the more and more you think about it it just makes sense Obviously, to him too, that he needed to be in LA. I mean, that's business wise, roster wise, teammate wise. It's, um, I, I don't, where are they going to go from here? Jake, you keep saying they're not done. You, you're talking some bullpen dudes, you're talking some bench pieces. I mean, that's, they've done a heavy load, they've lifted a heavy load so far. Yeah, let, let's close the Dodger loop of this. I, I think they could still add a starting pitcher. Uh, I do. Um, you know, I know I know Emmett Sheehan showed some stuff last year, but he's currently in their rotation. And, hey, maybe he's young and gets better. Um, but, you know, we, we talked about Glass now has only pitched, what, 120 innings once, um, and he, he's listed as their two right now. So, like, I, I think they're still searching for innings. So it, it could be smaller for agents. Like, let's not forget this Dodgers team was respected as the team that – if they signed a guy, we thought that guy would be nasty. Or Andrew Heaney 
Like, look at his time with the Dodgers. So maybe it's just that kind of stuff. You know who it is, Jake. You know who's coming back. Who's coming back? Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, but that's he's not gonna he's not gonna be ready to pitch or Clayton's already on the team, dog. Clayton's <laughs> already on the team. He was probably at, at Yamamoto's meeting. Um, and if you're listening to this, I am saying Yamamoto silly just to be obnoxious New York sports radio this week. Yeah, he is. We, yeah, we never wanted Yamamoto. Um I will I will say this, like Jimmy touched upon, uh, as a baseball fan, you should be rooting for him to be good because, oh, my God, all that money. I do think it's funny. The two comparisons we've heard for this cat, because he's a little undersized, is Pedro, which, okay, hey, yeah, just go be the best pitcher ever. Or Tim Lincecum, which, hey, couple Cy Young's the freak. That's awesome. Like, Timmy, let me, Jimmy, did fall off a cliff at one point because his body did get worn out. He had a wild delivery and all that, but... Um, He's kind of got a wild delivery. Not like Timmy's. It's like a Tim comes 5'11, guys. I looked this up. I thought he was a short king too. I don't think 5'11, and I know that's means 5'10. Is 5'10 a short king now? Well, in baseball, in start, baseball. Under, pitchers. start under six foot starting pitchers okay. really don't have long, long careers. Now, everyone's right now commenting and thinking of the outliers. You can't really do that. Uh, there's a reason, Trev, you say average white righty, and you're talking about a, a 6'2 to 6'4 guy. No, I don't think 6'4 is average white righty anymore for me. I think at 6 to 6'2, I would go with that. But Most pitchers are pretty tall. Easy boy. delivery right over the top. When when these pitchers come to the office, it's out of control. I think I think the Dodger loop on this is closed. And I think, Trev, what you're talking about, and I don't want to make this Yankees because it's Mets, it's Cubs, it's Toronto, it's Phillies. Um, giants. Although, although they're Giants, my goodness. That might be its own podcast one day because pe- that was the first report. Hey, whatever you want to do, no, we're out. So that's San Francisco's got a whole nother thing going on right now. Uh, Phillies are interesting because they came out kind of early after they signed Nola and they were like, yeah, we're going to be in on Yamamoto, but if he's not in, we're probably good, which I think that's funny because that's kind of contrary to the Mets and Yankees where – if you're the Mets and Yankees, Mets clearly have a, you know, they have more of a thought out plan right now. They traded at last deadline and Yamamoto wasn't just a one year set it and forget it. They were lining him up for a decade. Same with the Yankees. Now the Yankees just traded for Juan Soto, who, yeah, Yankee fans are like, sure, we're going to lock him up and whatever. Well, A, you better now, and he's going to hit free agency and talk about a scary offseason for the Yanks next year when those big numbers start rolling around. Uh, But B, the Yankees still have to make a lot of moves because right now uh, their fifth guy in their rotation currently would not have made an MLB start and isn't like a top 10 prospect in the org. Uh, So the Yankees... Look for them to start making a lot of moves. And is that via trade? Is that via those free agents you mentioned? Um, Or, you know, I know Jimmy was discussing this a little bit the other day. Are we going to see another run on kind of the middle tier of free agents? Because teams still are having some reservations about Snell and what that looks like the next couple of years. Monty feels like a guy that hit free agency at the perfect time, which I think is scaring away some teams and the Yankees would have to kind of gulp up the fact that they might have made a mistake on a player, which that's not their strength. Uh, So we got those two teams. How are they going to go? And then like the Chicago Cubs, who are supposed to be massive players as free agency, Um, the Giants who keep trying, but nothing happens. Like I'm hoping this breaks 
the wall, right? Because we waited for Otani. We waited for Yamamoto. Hopefully this sends the hot stove into a little Christmas frenzy. But I'm still a little worried we're in like nervous waters because it's almost like who is who is the next guy up? Is it paying Blake Snell a ton of money for six years? Or is it trading everything you got for Dylan Cease? Probably the second, right? That's what I think is going to happen. What if right now one of these teams that offered Yamamoto money says, oh, we're going to pay 300 mil over the next 10 years for one pitcher. Let's go find two pitchers that equal that and get Snell. 100%. I might not equal that, Snell and someone. Get Snell and, uh, Snell and Matt Chapman might be cheaper than Yamamoto. Yeah, and I also think like this still doesn't affect the Snell and Monty uh contracts i don't know it just feels like such a weird outlier where we had owners chasing each other up the fucking pole again and now the less teams you have chasing each other up a pole the the least high you have to go to catch your bait or whatever the fuck i was saying yeah. <laughs> it made, i got it one of my phrases that made sense in my head uh it was pretty good actually Did you say bait I, up a tree or something what? yeah i was thinking squirrels chasing like another squirrel up a tree right? mm. uh, the Dodgers aren't chasing up poles anymore so I saw this majestic video of these people in Colorado releasing these gray wolves. It was amazing. I don't, you would, you guys would love it. I don't know why I thought of that, but um, I will say this. Uh, okay. Regarding Yamamoto and his deal, this guy's never thrown a pitch in the big leagues, Major League Baseball, but he's got the most guaranteed money of any starting pitcher ever in the history of the sport. That's nuts. Tim Britton on The Athletic has a great article basically saying, how did this happen? Like, what were the factors? And I thought he made some really compelling points. He's like, number one, he's good. He's 25 years old. He's done it, you know, at a very, very high level. And and those scouting, um, you know, it, 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 people think now we can translate a little bit better over here. Fine. But the main point was you had all these teams, the big market teams in on them, and none of these big market teams have won shit as of late. You know, people don't even give the Dodgers credit for 2020, which I think is nuts. But all these big market teams, like, dude, we need, we want to win a World Series. We want to, like, let's go get our guy. Um, and when you have that in your age, and think about like, there'll never be a, a starting pitcher that has won two Cy Youngs and is twenty five years old in free agency because it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way, dude. Nobody gets the big leagues at nineteen and dominates. And if they do, they get shoved these deals in front of them as a young kid and they take them like a Ronald Acuna. Um, so there's so many factors that came into play here. It was incredible, incredible timing. And what's crazy is we're going through this rough patch with these regional sports networks right now. And a lot of teams are saying like, we're, we can't spend money because we don't know what's going to happen. And we've had the Dodgers say, fuck it and spend over a billion dollars. It's, it's nuts. If you can check that article out though, Tim Britton wrote it. Um, it's, it's pretty insightful about the whole situation. Japanese money. And I, you know, a lot of people thinking, oh, now now the next the next pivot point is trading for Burnsy and, and teams are going to go over there. Well, Passon just tweeted out, don't expect the Dodgers to be done in the trade market. They also want a shortstop. And Jake's been talking about Burns and Willie Adamas for so long. So if you're still competing in the trade market, you're still going to get fucked by Dodgers. I uh, We put out a video... Uh, yesterday, me and C. Rose, and he asked me what the Brewers, I thought, like, what they would be next year. And he goes, are they going to be a 74-win team? Are they going to be a 500 team? I said, I, I could see them. They're like a 500 team. 
And I got some major pushback from someone who's really involved in the Brewers. Me too. I didn't respond to it yet. I'm still thinking. I mean, I, I can have my own opinion. Um, curious to see what they do with Burns and Adamas. To me, I said on Baseball Today that I, I think they should keep him. Like, what's the difference of trading him now and trading with the deadline? I don't think there is a, a massive change in the prospects you're going to receive. I just don't think. I think at the time, people are going to understand their needs, and, and, and sometimes the demand would even be higher um, at the deadline. So I, I think they should trade him. And the pushback we received makes me think they're not going to trade him, and they're going to see how they do during the year. It's tricky, right, because they just had Woodruff get hurt and went from a guy with two years of trade value to they just let him go. They just let him walk. So um, the Brewers are still very much a pivot team because as of right now, as of today, if no other free agency happened, which it's obviously going to, I still think the Brewers are the best team in the Central, uh, you know, to believe in the Cardinals after what they did last year. And the Cubs lost Belly and Stroman currently. So that's where, like, I hope this thing starts rolling. The Dodgers aren't done. I'll I'll follow up the passing tweet. I might. I'll, it was Rosenthal. It was Rosenthal. Okay. I might have said passing because of the, we use the passing button. I take it back. Um, no, the the Dodgers aren't done, and uh, it's going to be funny to see where this final roster lands. Because I mean, we're we're getting close to super team. Like I I, I feel like that's become a no no word in sports because <laughs> super team rarely works. Uh, which that's kind of funny, right? But uh, I can take you down. I can take you down. Uh, yeah, I could be an obnoxious guy. I mean, every pitcher comes over from Japan needs Tommy John pretty soon after they get here. Uh, uh, Glass now has never thrown a full uh, season of games. Uh, Otani's coming off double Tommy John. Won't pitch all year. Who knows? I mean, the way I see it, three question marks. And that's me taking you down as an obnoxious fan. Was what did I say? Super team or whatever. Well, yeah, you're. That's the point I was making. Super teams haven't worked. Well, I'm saying it's not even. They super. haven't worked. I mean, Mookie, Freddie, Shohei, offensively, offensively, big also, and, and pitching too. <laughs> Stop forgetting Will Smith when we talk about this Dodgers lineup. Gavin Lux is back. He uh, needs a bit different and, name. Hey, he wants to be discussed. Hey, another little, t- another little layer to this. Uh, we posted a clip, I think, Wake and Jake and Talking Baseball, where I said Burns and uh, Adamas was going to happen. Mickey Rojas replied on Insta and was like, we're okay. Uh, so I'll go fuck myself, which worked yeah, out. Yeah, you should. Uh, wow. I was already, already in the process, locked the bathroom door. Uh, what's Gross. this? Um, I don't know. I, I guess what else do we need to cover uh, with this? How do you think the Rockies feel? What wins? I'll tell you what the the Rockies are like. Hey, we just stole a freaking perennial all star from the Guardians, so they're happy about that. Rockies probably gonna get some Otani and Yamamoto shirts in the team store and like up their merch revenue. Get some get some Japanese ads. I I, I do like I don't look. They come I here. They come here eighteen times. They get extra ticket sales on Dodger days now, even more than they already did. You guys know I don't root for any teams really. I mean, I root for the Twins. Okay. okay. Contradictory. So like, but like, kind of like I, I, I root your for son I is a Dodgers fan. How does that make you feel? He plays on a team called the Padres. So I don't know about that. He loves Padres. He likes he likes players. Okay, that's the way I am. I'm just curious. I'm I'm being serious. I I can't really put myself in 
a Rockies fan's shoes, or I can't put myself in a, a Pittsburgh Pirates shoes. I, I like what does that feel like when you do see these Bad. teams going out in assembly? That's it's like that's it's got to make you feel like dang, like what are we? How can we keep up? But I think you know we've kind of tried to drive it home a little bit on this episode. It doesn't matter. Like the Dodgers were a, a super team last year, and the, and the Snakes rolled them, dude. They rolled them. They came out in Dodger Stadium and put like a seven spot up in the first inning. Do you remember that? Like, yes, I were they a super team last year? What was their play? I mean, Lance Lynn. Yeah, the pitching wasn't. It doesn't matter. I mean, think about when's the last time one of these massive market teams, these big payrolls. I mean, okay, you can say. Uh, 2018 not just a big not just a big payroll but these big market teams like they don't they don't win they haven't won that's why they just paid so much for this guy that's why the bidding the Rangers was so just much a shit ton of money and won yeah but they're not yes they did that's a great that's a, it's a great example but like they're they weren't uh you know considered a big market team until they decided to spend some fucking money and now all of a sudden, oh, they're they're a big market team well were you considering the Rangers a big market team before they went out and put Half a billy into their roster. We didn't. No. no. So I don't know, man. You go Phillies. I think if you're like the Rays and like you know these teams that still can like the Rays don't still compete. No I think the Diamondbacks are like, yes, dude, this is awesome. We're gonna go slay this dragon again. It, the the Diamondbacks owner said all the stuff the trolls are saying about Otani. Love that guy. He did say that, but like, yeah, that's like honestly, that's that's the kind of mentality I guess I would have if I was in in this in a that's fan's shoes that, like that. All the shit I said about the rotation being injury prone and unproven uh, is what other fan bases that are spurned by this are telling themselves, whether they truly believe it or not. That's if you want to know, put your feet in their shoes. They're playing the spurned petty role and being like, it's not even going to work out. It's a bust, and you know, I'm there. I'm with them. Fuck that. I want them on the Yankees. Can okay. I give the Padres... Can I give them some advice? Padres. Padres? Yeah. Okay. Don't put crying Otani meme on your Jumbotron. It just didn't work out for you the last time you did that. Don't do that. What about that? Trev, I, I have one. I need a Yankee answer from a non-Yankee fan. And yeah. you're the only person here that qualifies, technically. Um... Yankees did not offer 325. Now, when it came to Shohei and the Dodgers and the Giants, like I had the original thought go through my head and I was like, Shohei was going to go where he wanted. Like, I think if the Giants raised the price to 800 mil, the Dodgers probably would have had to go to 750 or maybe 800. Like at a certain point, I think it does become futile and you're just check raising. Give me a percentage chance that if the Yankees matched it, which they did not, that you think that could be the difference? Uh, like, not a good chance. I think, I think he, I think for all the reasons we laid out at the beginning of the episode, he wanted to go to LA. I, I just, how, I forgot how bad you are with percentages. That's not, I am bad with percentage. Uh, if they would have matched it, what would that have made? How do you, how, how do I even formulate that? I think zero percent. I think zero percent. How about that? Zero percent too. I think he he was just take whatever the Yankees or the Mets offered, whoever offered more money. Yeah, it's, it's a leverage play. LA sand match, and I, I'm not mad about it. I but, think zero percent's the answer. If I find out it's one percent, I'll be mad. 
Well, also wait until he's good or bad. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I I made this comparison too, James. And this is right up your alley. Or maybe you don't want me even talking about this, but I, I'm going to say it. I, I just feel like, you know, the business side of this is you mentioned it. Like all the Japanese eyeballs that are going to be on the sport in LA because of these two guys. Um, Chris Rose mentioned Vinny Pasquantino when he went over Team Italy to, for the WBC. He goes, whatever you think the stardom of Shohei Otani is, he's like, it's more. Like these guys are like like gods over there. So like the Dodgers are understanding that aspect of it. It's business. They understand they're going to, they have a stronghold on that marketplace right now. And I made the comparison. I said like, we're, we're essentially kind of trying to do that with like our cricket games. Like there's an audience out there. I know you love cricket. So that's the main reason you want to do all these cricket oriented games, but also there's, you know, a place with a billion people that love cricket. And so we're like trying to tap into that market. I think it's a very smart play for teams to, to start doing that. And I know that that's gone on for a while and the Yankees have done that. Um, and other teams have done that and got Japanese players over here, but these two guys on the team together, like they, they got it, man. Yes. I think that's important to like realize. A lot of opportunities to do that. Yeah. Especially with like a, because most secondary countries, secondary, non-US countries that have players uh, send a ton of players, you know, and then, or, um, or they don't care about baseball, but that much. Yeah. Japan sends a very few amount of players and the whole fucking nation loves the sport. So it's, it's a good, yeah, you can only tackle. Like, I think if, I think that is coming into play here with all these numbers. That's why I don't think it truly affects Snell's market or Monty's market that much. I think there's other factors. It, it's, I think it's 90%. There's business numbers that go into it and they will, they will do well there. There's also 10% and I am stealing this from brother Jeff Passan. Um, he said like, you know, think this is before Yamamoto signed. He said, think about if you're a young kid growing up in Japan, you're a Dodgers fan. You want to play for the Dodgers. Like, are we in this golden generation of Japanese baseball players? Or is there just going to be wave after wave after wave? And guess where they're going to want to play? The beautiful place where all the legacy star Japanese players played. So, yeah, the snaps for the Dodgers. Not jealous at all. Yeah, not jealous. Not jealous. Not this couch. I'm not jealous. We wanted that's a crazy contract. We wanted we we wanted Snell and and Belly from the start. No, but I I would like a Burns trade, or I would like Monty back, and then some other starters or cease trade. Uh, but that's a nuts contract. It better work out. Twelve years is crazy. Twelve years is is pretty crazy. Yeah, and 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 Rosenthal pointed out that it is backloaded in a sense so he would be walking away from higher aav if he does opt out no i'm deferral. curious no deferrals, no deferrals. Yeah. i gotta imagine since it's 27 aav on average the first six years i bet you were going to be like 20 yeah, 23 25 yeah something like that all right and the 50 mil off the top helps out with allowing the AAV to be smaller or whatever the average should be smaller in those first couple of years. We got to go eat. I'm starving. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate you. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel or the podcast app, whatever you're wherever you're listening, that helps us a bunch and we appreciate it. Oh Dodgers. Jake sucks.
Oh!